What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? It is Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you are at your place for the unfiltered experience with myself, Christopher Rausch, and... You did it, Scott Goyette. I almost did, because I just wanted to do that. I just want to point yeah. that way. I just want to point that way. What's up, Scott Goyette? You guys happy are Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Yeah. Yes. Happy Earth Day. Let's not fuck it up for the kids. Let's just start off with that message. <laughs> or I think we got to do a little bit of rebounding because I think we've been already fucking it up for the kids. So we're yeah, do. yeah. Well, I've heard some disturbing reports that say if we don't start getting our shit together before 2030, it's we're done. We're like, we've sailed past the thing, but I don't want to talk about that crap tonight. We're at the Unfiltered Experience where we have unfiltered conversations designed to open your perspective, open your mindset, open your life to the possibilities of thinking differently and doing differently. That's what we do here on the show every single Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And also, please, without warning, I'm going to tell you something very serious. Go check out www.theunfilteredexperience.com because, ladies and gentlemen, you can join us in the conversation on our Facebook page Come engage with us. This is a conversation that we're having with you all the time. We'd love to have a part, have you a part of our unfiltered crew family um, over there. So www.theunfilteredexperience.com. So what's up, Mr. Scott Goyette? How is your week going, brother? Good, man. Just uh, just uh, talking to the earth, making sure the earth's doing all right for birthday week. It's doing okay. There's a little bit of animals running around out there. It's a nice day in Austin, Texas. You haven't, bit, bit, you haven't been bit by anything lately? No. Nothing, nothing, nothing bad. <laughs> no bird, no bird shit on your shoulder. Nope, nope, nothing. Actually, you know what's funny? You did say that though. I was no, it's re- it's really funny because you know usually you get shit you don't see it coming. I was walking to my car. My car was the first parking space right under a tree, and it was either a raven or a crow, either a big crow or a raven came flying in, and I literally moved this way, and then I saw something come down. And I'm like, ah, I literally dodged <laughs> it, and I literally only that was like two hours ago. And I haven't been pooped on in a bit, you know, it's been a little bit. So yeah. yeah, you haven't been pooped. I don't know if I've ever been pooped on. My poor ex-wife, she was at a graduation ceremony and a bird shit on her head right before they walked down to do their cap gown. That sucks. I was like, ooh, right in her where and it was a braid too. She had a braid, she had her hair up in braids. And yeah, she was like, I can't believe a bird shit on my head before I was gonna graduate. Um, so yeah, it was crazy. We already got some people in the house. We got Ron in the house. What's up, Ron from Canada? He says, Hi, hey, Chris. Ron, Hi, Scott. We got Kelly in the house. She says, Hey there. Hopefully Kelly doesn't have to run off because usually have to run off. She's like, comes in and says hello, and then she's like, I gotta go. But it's always appreciative that you are here. We got Marlene Sanchez in the house. She goes, Hi, you all. Happy Earth Day. Okay. Absolutely. We got Joe in the house. Hey, Joe, thank you for being here. Thank you for our conversation this week. He says, what's up, peeps? Yes, Joe, you're doing awesome stuff, man. You're awesome stuff. I I love the way you're growing. So keep flowing that way. We got Jock in the house. He goes, what's up, guys? Jock, my heart goes out to you for your loss this week. Thank you for being here and uh, and doing what you're doing. We got Robert in the house. What's up, Robert? He says, good evening, Christopher and Scott. I suspect the responsibility for the environment has no business being dumped on the people. The elites are trying to return to... I can't even see that. Serfdom? Selfdom? I don't know. Giggle, giggle, giggle. And then we got the, uh, the unfortunately sick Mary Kay. She says, the bird of happiness. So uh, th- thank you. Thank you very much, Mary Kay, for being here. And um, yeah, I'm just ready for an awesome conversation tonight with our guest. Um, she's been here on the show before. She's been on the Ron and Scripted show. She's a personal friend of both of ours. And she is just a radiant soul, radiant spirit, um, vulnerable, real anything goes. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions tonight for our guest or ourselves, please, please, this is your opportunity to engage with us. That's why we do this every single Friday night is to be able to bring you the opportunity to engage with us and have questions answered or simply engage with us as far as what you like or maybe dislike about what's being shared tonight. So without any further ado, we're going to welcome Miss Johanna Godinas to the Unfiltered Experience. What's up, Johanna? Oh, thank you for having me, guys. It's always an honor to hang out with you and have amazing conversations with you. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, what's that Ooh. cup? Nice looking cup, Chris. This one? Yeah, yeah. it's actually we got, got it great from cups. A, we got it from a, a um a campsite, a really nice campsite, Cabal Robles. So Paso nice. Robles, California. Ooh. Yeah. Beautiful wine country area. So went to the gift shop and Barb brought me back a nice little decanter for my alcoholic beverages or water. Oh, That's or water. Good. That's not or water. Both. You do That's both. tiger's blood. That's tiger's blood. I'm going fucking uh uh what's his face? Tiger. Um, What's it? No, Tiger King, Tiger. whatever his name no. is. Jeez, uh, my uh, Patricia just met him. Um, he's got a new sitcom coming out where he plays himself, Charlie Sheen. Oh, I thought you were talking about the real Tiger King. You're talking about, I, I see what you're saying. Tiger's yeah. blood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
tiger's blood. Ah, um, was it Mary Kay says here? Hey, I'm from Canada too, or California too. You're from, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. So Johanna, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing super well. It's been an amazing day and I get to wrap it up with you. So can't get any better than that. Nice, nice. Well, I want to jump right off the deep end. I want to jump right off the deep end because that's what we do here Let's on the Unfiltered Experience. I know for you personally, the last couple of years have been a lot of up and down and like fucking hurry up and wait and all sorts of stuff. And I just want to jump off. That. How have you handled these last couple of years? COVID, everything else, getting married, everything that you've been through. How has your mindset been so stellar during this time? Oh, well, my husband and I joke around that we got married and then all of a sudden the world started falling apart. So what did we do, right? <laughs> um, but no, it's been, a, it's been a really amazing experience because it shows you what going through times in your life where you have to kind of just see where you are and then be like, okay, where can I go next? Because to be honest, if, if I thought COVID was an issue, after COVID with my mom getting sick, that was even crazier because it's been like making up for things ever since. So um, yeah, it, it's been a lot of being reactive, but at the same time, it's been a lot of understanding how beautiful growth is and how like it's changed. How like, you know, when you start going with the flow in life, it's so different how you approach the things that happen in your life. You can just see it from a different perspective. And instead of being so involved emotionally, you begin to really start to look at the situation from the outside. And instead of being like, oh my God, all these things are getting thrown at me. You can just be like, okay, these are the situations happening. Let me see, how should I handle the situation? And it, um it creates a really different perspective to kind of be moving in, which more objective, it, right? Right. You're, yeah. more objective, you're more separated from it. That's what I'm hearing you say. Absolutely. And um, I think my husband's actually taught me a lot of that being a non-dualist like he is, you know, his big thing is life is just happening. It's you that becomes attached to the situation, but it's just happening. Yeah. Like, I, I've got to ask you a question about that, too, because when you just said the non-dualist thing. So so, you know, it's really interesting, you know, from studying different religions and mindsets and spirituality. I've always kind of preached a, a, a belief of we've got our timeless self, creator, source, you know, God, whatever you want to call it. And that's where everything is. But here there's this, the land of polarity, duality. And we've got darkness and light, good and bad, whatever you want to call it. You got to feel pain to have, you know, joy or whatever. And then I was thinking, if we truly are the creator in the timeless space, why is that the case? And we just had a deep conversation about this the other day. So why don't we get in that one right now? Because mm -hmm. here's the deal. Right now, we've got people who are saying, well, war is just a part of life. We got people saying that pain is part of the human condition. We've got people saying, well, there's always been greed and there always will be. And so what can we tell people if we truly buy into the fact that we are in a, a space where we're tied into the divine and we are part of the divine and we're fractals of the divine? If that's the case, whatever you believe, there's a God, there's source. If we're creating this, why do we have to subscribe to these human condition rules? And what can we do to change that collectively starting right now? Well, oh my God. It starts by taking <laughs> responsibility for ourselves. Yeah. That, that sounds scary. Number I don't know if I want to do that. Um, <laughs> you know, that, no, I, I love it when, um, when people ask me why we don't take that many clients every year. And I say, well, I mean, it's not that we don't get a lot of clients every year. It's just that within the first three days of us working with someone, we know whether or not they're going to have what it takes to even, because this is the thing as coaches, we don't do things for people, right? We give people tools, but they must employ them and act for themselves. 100%. And I think that that's the main thing in coaching, in life, in the second you start to take responsibility for your own actions, this is the thing. It's great to say that we're fucking up the, the environment for our kids, right? Okay, but are you still buying plastic? Are you still? Okay, so then why are we even having the conversation, right? Because 
it starts with us. We can't just say mm -hmm. Big Pharma needs to do this, Coca-Cola needs to do that because it's mostly their plastic that's out there, right? But we can't make them responsible because they're just they're they're just not, right? They're not going to do anything about it. So then what does that mean? If we are truly connected to how we feel about the environment and to the change that we want to make, then it's up to us to one start using less plastic. And that's at whatever like like level you have to right it may be like i'll never use another plastic bag i don't use straws i have a thing i i took care of sea turtles for a while and i saw this very disturbing video with the sea turtle having a straw stuck up in its nose and we have metal yeah. straws at our house and, yeah. and if and if Reusable. we ever do use straws like and we will bring those paper ones too and then we'll you know break them down and throw them away but yeah we got exactly. into that and the thing with with scott going back to what you said so uh, it's hard to understand this, but we really are those divine beings, right? We really mm -hmm. are God here having a human experience. And it's not that we are each having one. It's that God is having an experience. It's not even a human experience. Let me take that back. It's a material it's experience. experience. It's, it's called it's, human. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Now, because somehow we can tap into this consciousness and we can say, I am. We decide that now that makes you are you and then I am me and somehow that makes you different than me. Mm -hmm. But no, this is the thing. As creators, we can tap into any energy that is divine energy and create anything we want to create. The reason why the energy is a higher or a lower vibration manifesting itself in what we would consider good or bad, which, by the way, it's still a human yeah. thing. It doesn't exist. It's just no. energy being used and manipulated in different ways. But because we get attached emotionally to what we're feeling and seeing, it now becomes you did something good or you did something bad. And the best example of this is when something really terrible happens to someone and then two weeks later, they realized that if that hadn't happened, they'd be in a very much worse situation. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. how come two weeks ago it was a horrible thing? And now today it's the thing that saved your life. Like, And that's the same person changing their mind about the same exact thing. So, I mean, good and bad is a very subjective thing. It's not an objective thing at all. When you speak to someone who is very connected to, for example, a religion that's very limited and very fear-based, speaking to someone like me may seem like I'm the devil because I'm a free thinker who believes that I'm God and I'm here creating this human experience and I can manifest whatever I want. So that would be their view. Meanwhile, I think I'm a fairy, you know, like, and that's, that's just somebody else's perspective. So when it comes to good, evil, the thing is we can only act for ourselves. And because there's so much pain and we haven't been taught how to deal with suffering. First of all, we we're taught how to pray from a place of lack. Yep. Let's yes. start with that. Let, let's mm -hmm. start with the basic, right? Like, God, you, like give me so strength. It's like you have the strength. Mm -hmm. No, well, the thing is, automatically, the second you say something else, give it to me, you are telling the universe, I don't have it. Yep. I, I'm I not enough. Why don't you just say, I am not enough and move forward instead of saying, Correct. I'm enough. And then you're already on your steps to your manifestation. It's so simple. It's crazy. It's so simple. That's why it's so hard to, to really understand because because yeah. you, you cannot fathom it being that easy. Like it's it's everything has been complicated by society. And the thing is, like if you notice, like things in our water, things in our toothpaste, things in our food, everything is poison with things that affect our pineal gland. Why? Because our pineal gland is basically our connection to source. It's where we can truly hone in and see the universe within us. Like in meditation, if like it doesn't matter how you meditate. First of all, let's let's I don't know why I'm getting into that. But for some reason, I feel like me meditation isn't just sitting there and being like, um, I'm figuring out how to make the thoughts go away. No, meditation is just you getting so involved in what's happening inside of you that you start losing sense of where you end and the universe begins. 
And that's in a literal sense, in a physical sense, in an emotional sense, in a visual sense. Like you see the universe in you. You cannot feel where your body ends and the ground or the air or anything around you begins. It's not that thoughts start coming. It's that you can actually just watch them and not have mm -hmm. conversations with them. So what do all of those things do for you? It so makes wanna, you not attach. I want, I want to ask you a question right now because I know what some people are saying. They're saying, I want that and I've never had that. So for the people who have never felt that where I, I can go to the spaces and time where I felt that now I can do that at will. But what would you say would be some good ways for people to get to there? Because, of course, you know, I, I share all the tools, too. You know, it could be breath work. It could be meditation. It could be hypnosis. It could be a walk in nature. You know, swimming. the first, the first, yeah, I could swim any, yeah, I'm a Pisces. You put me in the Biking. water. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So, but what, what, what can we tell people? Because a lot of people, like you said, they'll say, I meditate and I can, I'll never get there. Like, and I love what you said. Meditation isn't anything. So I guess, how do we tell people to get more present so that they can really feel that oneness and stop telling themselves that they're not enough and they're not connected to source of the divine and stop praying to the divine and instead recall the divine in you. I mean, that's the prayer. That's the meditation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the stillness of the thoughts will come differently for different people. There is candle gazing. Mm. There's shadow work. There's walking. There's lying down. There's body scan. There, I mean, I, I can mention about 20, 30 different things just off the top of my head. But what is the point, right? Because if it is different for everyone, but there has to be a point that has to be a similar point. The similar point is the place where you are no longer having to narrate anything going on in your story. There, there is no narration in the mind. There, there is nothing happening in the thinking mind. There is a mind that's, that's a buddhi and there is a mind that's a manas. And, and, and you want to get to that place where it's pure thoughts arising instead of conversations of the past, of the present, of what's happening around you, of, of even how you're feeling. So the, the voice is not one that's just chatting about things that are happening that that voice is very different it whispers differently and and it's almost a soothing voice it's not um it's not a demanding voice in any way and it's not even it may not even be a, a voice it may be a vibration that you feel um i often can like i'll um if i'm lying down i'll put a stone or something heavy sometimes it'll straight up be like a rock like a heavy rock on my head i'll warm it up and i'll put it on my head and i'll feel it putting pressure on that spot that third eye right where the pineal gland would be and then i start to feel the vibration and then i see how far down um like out of my head and into my body i can get it and sometimes it, it's so much that it's like someone's tickling my head and I feel like this vibration in, the, in my back and I'm like, oh my God. And then you connect to that. On. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is like, it, it takes time and it doesn't feel the same for everyone. That's why meditation is so hard to teach and so hard to explain. And, and the fucked up thing is it's become so mechanical that now it's just another thing that society's telling us we need to do. We need to meditate. So I'm just gonna sit here for an hour every day. Mm -hmm. What's that? I said it's been westernized so much too. You know, one, one, I want to I want to jump back here for a second because for me, you guys are in that 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 space. For me, my tagline is I help people overcome their self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. The fluffy bullshit, which is kind of what we're talking about here, but I'm I now I understand it. Let's go back to a time in Johanna's life where you did not know this and did not practice this. How did you get through some of those darker times to and 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 come to know this practice of being able to separate your thoughts from what is going on? Well, let's put it this way. I started doing yoga in 2005. I didn't really start to understand any of this until 2016. Wow. By 2018, I had gone berserk and just dove into about every teacher that I could find physically dead, alive, workshops, movies, um, 
documentaries. Um, I just, it was two years of my life where I just, I met a lot of people that I feel like I had manifested. And, and well, I started understanding what manifesting was. And then all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, I've been doing this my whole life. And I could start to see it. This led to that, that led to that, that. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so what was I doing that other people weren't doing? And the one thing is that I wasn't fearful of just, I didn't give a fuck about what anyone had to say about anything. If I wanted to try something, I would just deep end. There I am, diving down. So you know what's amazing that you said that, and you said that, you know, that whole, I feel like there's a lot of us who were reading the books, going to the classes, listening to the jargon, we sat and read about four different religions and we compared and contrasted them. We thought we were, I don't want to see even awakening or spiritual. We were, we we're looking into something. Mm -hmm. And, and then it's funny because that 2016 point, you know, around when a lot of shifts happened where there was a much bigger divide in the U S and the world, we saw, you know, from two factions, there's two factions that have really split. We can go to Brazil. It looks just like the U S here, um, other parts of the you know Western world. And it's very interesting because I've heard so many people say something clicked and I, I can watch my wife personally went from being a beautiful person who was always in service to others, always doing these things to lighting on fire and now having her cup full. So now the service is completely different. In fact, she's doing a woman's retreat this weekend where everyone's going to walk away and be completely different people. I've seen it happen to myself, the discomfort the disgust in myself while I'm starting to love myself, the explosion of, of all these things. So let's even me you to know, mention that. Cause I know that there's a lot of people who felt like a push one way or the other. And I always talk to Chris, I say people either held onto the tree of certainty or they jumped in the river of life yeah. for the people who are holding on the tree of certainty, you know, believing in that illusion. What do we tell them that you've experienced from 16 till now, or I've experienced or Chris is experiencing how do we get them on board and explain that freedom of jumping in that river is it's bliss and it doesn't mean it's perfect. It's yeah. messy. It's gross. It's, it's annoying. There's days we're mad, whatever. But why is that the, why is that the thing to do or a thing to do? It may not be the thing to do for you. Fair enough, too. Fair enough, too. Maybe that tree feels good for a few more legs. Uh, I will tell you right now, I, I, as I mentioned before, there's clients that I don't work with because unless you're willing to take the responsibility, you know, if you're perfect, then there's nothing to change. Yeah. If you think you're right in the way that you think, then there's nothing to change. And those people will never be on board and those people will never jump and those people will always hang on to their thing. So, so, so you know what? Maybe we don't need to say anything to those people. The thing is this. This kind of message will only be heard by people who are willing to hear it yeah. and people who are ready to hear it mm -hmm. because it's so easy to say God doesn't love me or, or God doesn't have pity on me. And for that, I can never make any of my dreams come true. Well, that's a shame because you just took all of your power away from yourself. And now you really don't have anything that, no, that it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. And, but the problem is this also, people want instant gratification. Yeah. It took me 11 years of a lot of learning to realize in 2016 I fucking just scratched the surface. And now that I scratched the surface, I know where to start looking. There you go. Because it, it was, it, I didn't even know where to look. And that's the problem. Like, we're not taught that Lao Tzu, Earl Nightingale, uh, Napoleon Hill, Ernest Holmes. You know, Ernest Holmes literally scientifically described how we are God. Wow. Scientifically. To the T in 19, like 20 or something like that. In the book, you ever Science, to Neville, Neville Goddard, when he explains, Yo, God is the imagination, it's so beautiful. Yeah, all yeah. of those guys were Napoleon Hill's mentors. They're, the, they're how he came up with the 17 principles. A lot of that has to do with manifestation. Mm -hmm. it, it's the same thing I do with my clients. I call it human success development coaching. What do I do? I teach them yoga, man. I just teach them yoga <laughs> off the mat, and I don't call it yoga. But it's the same damn thing. I'm teaching you how to control your mind, how to ease the 
the thoughts that are consistently running around. Why? Because you know what? The more money and the more responsibility that you have, the less control you have because there's so much going on. So a lot of times you have all these external things that make you successful, but then internally as a person, you don't take care of your health. You don't have time for your family. You don't take time for yourself. Oh, but you got a bank account and a car and a house. Oh man, good for you. I I always call it exposure. Like I look at the people who have the most exposure, have the most stress organically. Like if you own two houses and a boat and a plane and that's exposure, there's going to be something that goes wrong with those external things. It's just going to happen. I mean, it's just, it's numbers. So the less you're exposed to and the more you connect. And so that's the thing. I don't mind being exposed to people where I'm connecting, but I don't want exposure to too much stuff because you can guarantee shit will go wrong. Well, and the (laughs) fact of the matter is when we put all of our focus there, then we forget what the whole point of life is. Like moments, you miss the moments. Society is the only thing that tells us that we're here to work and make money and do all that. That is not even real. It doesn't even actually exist. That's not even the truth at all. Like, that's not what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're here to do the complete opposite of that. We're here to learn how to shed all of these layers of material things, including this meat suit that we become so loving and decorating and then oh my god my meat suit needs to be so beautiful so that people love me but then inside you feel like shit you're empty because that's not really the meat suit isn't the point the meat suit isn't why we're here because if something bad happens to the meat suit the inside you it doesn't change it's all for not yeah I want to go back to a spot that you talked about before, which I think would really help people tonight is the fact that you said you didn't give a fuck. You had no fear. How do we get people? Cause so many people were talking about being in the ego right now. That's what I'm getting out of this is like being in the ego, being in what I have to be pretentious, how, how I have to present myself to the world. Talk to us about how we can help our viewers and our listeners get to a spot where they can start letting go of that ego validation, that need to prove that need to be like I was, I was always in the future. I was always in predictable outcomes. What can I do to predict my success financially? Um, everything else. And now for me personally, I've learned how to let that go. And as, as a result, I get more, so much more in return. Talk to us about being able to shed some of that fear of judgment and failure and everything else that the people might be able to walk away with. Uh, the thing is, again, it's something that you just have to choose. Like that, unfortunately, there isn't really a magical pill for that. It's just one day you need to realize nobody's thinking about you. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. You're the only one that thinks that they are, but they're only thinking about what you're thinking about them. Oh, but you're not thinking about them either. So hmm, I wonder, like, if you're not sitting at home worrying about what everyone else around you, then I can promise you that nobody's sitting at home wondering about what you're doing. Once you realize that, then you can step into your power. Because again, the second that you think that you need some somebody else's validation, you just gave them your power. Now they have all your power. Like we, we, we are masters of giving away our power. We become conditioned as children and then we condition ourselves. Your yeah. grandmother told you that you couldn't get off the table before you finished your meal. Now you're 40 years old and you can't get off the table without finishing your meal. Nobody's telling you and you can't get off the table, but somehow you're still holding on to that because we establish our subconscious so early in life. And we operate from such a reptilian brain. Like, why do you think sales is so hard? Sales is hard because here we have this neocortex working to describe to you all of these beautiful features of my product and my services. And there you are with your reptilian brain. Is this bitch attacking me? Do I want to fuck her? Like, I mean, that's that's just the way that it is. So there's such a disconnect in the way that everything happens. In, in, in life. And it's because of all of these layers and all of these things that we think people are thinking. You know, I have, um, I have a very close friend who I love so much. And she was in a world where who you were was very important and, and who you showed up as was very important. And she went through a spiritual awakening. And it's incredible because She was very go, 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 goal oriented. I have to be the top of everything. I have to beat my goals and make the most sales and 
and this kind of person, right? Chanel and Louis Vuitton and the Lexus and all of that. After her awakening, she's in jeans and flip-flops every day. And instead of selling her clients from the point of view of like, I need to meet some quota, she comes from a space of like, is this really the right thing for you? And, and when you want to sell this, should you really be selling this? Or maybe this is a good investment for you. Maybe you shouldn't get rid of it. And now she's better than she's ever been. You and just she's described more what I do right now. Like, like the only difference is I don't even go with jeans. I'm in a warm climate. I've, I've got shorts, flip-flops. Half the time I don't have flip-flops. I don't wear, I literally play basketball at the gym in flip-flops. I want to be so stripped down. And I'm talking to people, like I used to go out and have a great sales pitch because I could see the need. Now, now people will be asking me about the coach. And I'm like, I don't know. Do you really want it? I'm like, come to me when you want it. And I'll just walk away. Yeah. And I literally, what shows up, shows up. And I'm completely at peace with that. Like completely. You know, and, and, and we have to be honest. Because we have different personalities, not everyone will be able to just shed fears. Mm -hmm. But one of the things, now let's get to the practical side, right? One of the practical things that we can do is when the fear arises, we can start to kind of look back and see when has this fear come up before mm -hmm. and where is this underlying thing that makes this fear arise? Because let's be honest, sometimes the fears are legit fears. Like if I want to start a new business and my idea is, I should quit my job and start a new business. That's freaking very scary for anybody, especially if you have a family, if you have responsibilities. Yep. So maybe for someone like that, getting rid of the fear wouldn't be doing it like that. Maybe it would be, maybe I'll start working part-time as I start building my business. And I, because the fear comes from not having security. Not from me not thinking that I can make it on my own as a business owner, but because I need security. Okay, so then what is what can I do to create this security over here that will give me the space to give myself permission to do this over here? And sometimes it takes a little bit more work at the beginning. You know, like um, when I went from being in, in an office working for Leica Microsystems in their marketing, I decided I wellness and health is my life. But I knew I couldn't quit. So I started first in the evenings and in the weekends. And then I started making more money and I started getting more certifications and I started getting more experience. Until one day I was like, okay, now I know enough. I, and I have enough money saved up where I, I have three months. Plus I asked my job, and they were like, okay, we'll hold your job for three months. Go have fun and then see if you come back. <laughs> um, so that, that was really nice of them. But, oh, yeah. you know, it, it's just setting yourself up. It's understanding why you're scared. Because, because if we are consistently just reacting to our fear, then we're never actually kind of like sitting back and being like, wait a minute, why is this showing up in my life? And, and if it showed up, has it shown up before? in these similar situations, because that's really what can help us move forward. Not just reacting to the fear, but looking at it from a root cause point of yeah. view. So now you're talking. So let me, I want to play devil's advocate on one part of that because, Please. because I know you want me to do that anyway. Of course, we all like that. <laughs> it's part of the fun of doing what we do. Um, so you got the Tony Robbins types who say, you know, burn your lifeboat. And the only way to do it is to go all in because if you don't do that, you'll always find an excuse why you go back to the safety. Um, you brought up a very good point that I think everyone needs to listen to. We're not all the same. So there's people who do that and there's people who don't. But here's my, this is where I see fear coming in and becoming an issue. And, and, and I can, I have a lot of firsthand experience as a business professor with this. People start their dream business on the side while they're working. But then life gets overwhelming. A parent gets sick. You know, a spouse has some issues. The kid does some new thing and then they let it go. <clears throat> so this is this is the piece that I want to figure out how to explain to people to accept and how do people embody this? Because what I've seen is the people who, who forget and let go of the how. Those are the people who make it. So even though I've got a safety net that I'm working a certain amount of hours at a regular job to pay my mortgage and support the family. I'm still not trying to dictate the how of my dream. 
I'm just creating the visualization. In other words, I'm going to become a coach who's going to be in service to people. I'm not even picking numbers, but I see people just making massive changes and just elevating them to the frequency and going to the next level because of the interactions with me. And I'm supporting that. So I see that. I feel it's happening. A lot of people start going, trying to dictate the how. In other words, I need 10 clients. I'm going to sign up for this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. How do we get people to still go all in and belief, which is that magic pill? That's where we see the um, placebo effect come in all the time. How do we get them to really still believe even though they've got the safety net. So they're going all in and they're not worried about the how because they have the why. That's what still scares me. And I see a lot of students come back and go, I did it. And then they explain it. I'm like, you're full of shit. You didn't believe at all. You were quitting before you started. How do yeah. we eliminate that? Ooh, oh my question. God. There, there's a book called F the how. Um, that's, that's What's the F? Well, I say it all the time. I, well, I, thank I, you I very can't much. tell you. I can't you tell can you how many times show. I say that to my students. Like when they start saying, I go, all I keep hearing is how you planned and planned and planned and tried this and this and this and this. You did not believe in it. So you were trying to structure a success formula based on your old bullshit. Like you literally mm -hmm. created the failure. Mm -hmm. So so what oh. do we do? Because I hear you and, and mm -hmm. I don't like telling people to burn. Well, I do tell them all the time. I say burn your life or, you know, your lifeboat if ready. But like you said, but somebody says, hey, I got a family. I got three kids. I love what you're saying, but I'm nervous. And I always stress. You've got to have the belief in this, whatever you dictate into this, you know, you're going to spend this much time. You're going to do this. You're going to believe, but let that how go. How do we really get people to embody that? Because that's the thing. Did you embody that belief? How do we support people in doing that? Because that's where the failure comes. It's in the lack of that embodiment of that belief. Ooh, Ooh. so you She's know like, what next the question, issue? please. No, no, no. It's, you a, know, no it's, a, it's a tough one. And we all try oh, yeah. different ways. I want to hear yeah. everyone's opinion on it because because this will help all of us. Well, the fact of the matter is what a part of the problem is all the planning. You're right. Because, OK, so I need one hundred dollars right now. Somebody knocks on my door and it's a guy whose truck broke down. And in the back of his truck, he's got a shitload of big bags full of cans that he was going to take. And he asks me to please do him the favor to take the cans off his hands so that someone can pick up his truck and take it away. But I'm busy because I need to figure out how to make $100. So I tell him the shoe. Those were my $100. If I would have taken those cans and I would have brought them in, those were my $100. Yeah. The problem yeah. when, when we're trying to, okay, in order to manifest, you have to see your dream as already happened. You have to yep. see mm -hmm. yourself as already being there. Yep. And then you work your way back and you see what can I do today. But the fact of the matter is that if you're married to exactly how the process needs to look like, then you're going to miss on opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted you to say. <laughs> That's all I want to hear some people, other people say that. So Stop. true. Stop. Like, it's, what is it? Analysis, paralysis, whatever. Like, make, make a... I mean, this is what I just tell people. You said it. Go to that space of the, the success, whatever it already occurred. Smell mm -hmm. it, taste it, feel it. Every sense, own it, drip yourself, have it all over you. You you know it, and then just walk back and go. I know it's going to happen. <clears throat> Those cans are going to show up in your life. The partner is just going to pop out of nowhere. Listen, the reason we 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 fail is we're just going. I mean, th think of what tunnel vision is. You're going do 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 do. How much shit is in your peripheral vision 24-7 when you're going, do, 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 do? It's all, the gold is next to you, and you're so focused walking down this dirt path. It's crazy. And we all do it. And not only that, so here's another thing. So if you're not ready, the universe isn't going to give it to you, period. Yeah, because if know. it, it knows if you're it, full of shit. My job. <laughs> and if it does, you're going to fuck it up. Yeah, like, but, but, I, but I, go with, I go with what you said initially is it won't give it to you. Literally watch this, all right? If you've got timeless self, God, source, creator, okay? Who said, I wanna have, you know, collectively this fractalized experience of all these brilliant beings flowing in and out. Are you gonna respond to the person who goes, you know, I was thinking maybe I'll get the day off on Friday and that's my dream. I can see it happening. Or I'm gonna own the whole friggin' city and do good things, and it's going to be insanely amazing. Yep. I'm going to be like, oh, do that one. 
I love it when people are like, what are your dreams? And I'm like, all of them? Let's all see. Of them. Yeah. I want felons to prove themselves to get their felony off their record. I want the education system to use Facebook algorithms to make sure that they know exactly how kids learn and help them learn. I like, there's so many big, amazing dreams that I can think of that are not going to be something that's going to happen, you know, tomorrow, you know, yeah. they're like but you start the visualization then collectively we'll build mm. that. Like, why are we and doing he, little things? Like, like maybe I'll get that part-time job and I'll <laughs> be able to afford my mountain bike. Like, you got to own it. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the thing we're saying is you have to own it. You said it before, uh, Johanna, you said we have to take responsibility. So in thinking about this conversation, I can hear people sitting there saying, well, guys, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. So tell us about a time, maybe Johanna, when you, in your life, you thought you were doing the best you could, but then you realized you could do better. And let's talk about what we could do to be our best. Good question. Uh, we hold ourselves back so much. Oh, yes. I, th no I think shit. that's uh, like Amen. we are self-sabotagers, like our number one worst enemy. You know what? Because, because we work harder to not drop below the worst of ourselves than we do mediocre to stay become mediocre. the best yeah. of ourselves you know what i'm saying like we work harder just to just to be like i'm i'm making it than to be like i'm fucking ruling this shit. Mm -hmm. and that's where the issue is like like it's easy to say i'm doing the best i can but are you really like are you organizing your time enough are you spending time off of your phone are you watching too much tv um um can you ask for help that you're not asking for because a lot of times it's just asking, having the 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 totally. courage to, and even if someone says no, like it's Next. in it, it's it's all in your action of the asking. It's not in the result that you're gonna get from someone saying what you want them to. Um, and that's part of the teachings too. Again, because if that's not the right person, they're not gonna be the ones that are gonna- They can't, they can't um, say yes. The universe, it's not part of the plan, it's your plan. And you might say the only person who would ever fund this business is blank. And then they say no and you go, I knew it. Well, you're right. You knew it, you're right. Or you yeah. can shut you're up about the being universe intentional. got you. <laughs> right, you're talking about being intentional and you're talking about being resourceful. And again, taking that responsibility, taking that proactive action to say, listen, I'm not going to continue doing what I've always done and getting what I got. I have to decide to do things differently. And to your point, Johanna, the thing I talk about people with, with all these discovery coaching calls I've done over the last couple of years is I ask people when I ask them, the first question I ask them is, do you love yourself? Yes or no. And I found that 70 to 80% of people struggle with that question alone. So that's the base point of the root cause of the situation. If you don't love yourself, you can't move forward with yourself. The other questions that I ask myself, I ask them, how much water do you drink? How is your sleep? And what is your nutrition like? Those three things, those three things that we all have capability for. And like, oh yeah, I don't drink enough water. Yeah, I could probably eat better. And yeah, my sleep sucks. Those three things are all well within our control, yet people take it for granted. And they sit there and they go on that, 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 that complacency, that mediocrity, that comfortably miserable situation, but they don't yeah. take responsibility for their lives, right? Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, but no, like, no. that's that, like, that's the reason why our, our coaching works the way it does. Like, and we, we help you build a team of people because we know that there's certain things that you're not going to do. Like, let's say that you're, you're a man who just lost his wife and she's always cooked for you. For me to be like, you need to really start eating healthier meals and blah, 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 blah. I mean, if the man's never cooked in his life, he's not going to start at 70 cooking his own meal. So getting him a meal prepping service, well, that might help him a lot. Okay, well, then that's going to be something that we're, we can fix for him, that we can make him healthier, and boom, done. You know, like, it's also looking at, like, my life is this way. What parts of this can I control? What parts of this can I not control? If I can control it, what can I do? Yeah. If I cannot control it, what can I do here mm -hmm. to make me feel better or, or deal better with what's happening? Right, because even if you can't control the situation, you can control yourself. Like your reaction to it. Yeah, I, I, all of my yoga teacher training students, the first book that they have to read, and if they don't read this before the training starts, they can't take it. Is Viktor Frankl's book *Man's Search for Meaning*. Amen. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, because it's so important for you to understand the power of your mind, because that's yoga. Yeah. 
So if I'm going to teach you yoga, the first thing that you need to understand is what is this? Because that is what you're attempting to do through the yoga practice is just understand yourself, your mind, your spirit. Can I, can I offer a visual for what you're saying? Because I've been Absolutely. talking about this a lot, like a lot. So, you know, one of the things I think that, um, just totally lost focus where I was going. We were talking about, um, man, my brain's fried right now. I, I, I you know what it is? I started thinking, let me, I started creating Let me take some of these map. comments real quick. Just yeah, for do, people do who are that and bring up your victory. We're listening board. to the pod, the people are listening to the podcast. So Joe says here, sometimes we listen to what other people say. You can't do this. You can't do that. Ignore their negative BS and believe in yourself and go get it. Absolutely, Joe. Joe's been Amen. on a journey. So Joe is speaking from experience. He says, open your mind to success. Amen. Open your mind to the, the fact that you deserve it. You know, so many people Wait, out there, they don't listen. even fucking deserve it. Guys, abundance is the way of the universe. The Amen. only thing that limits you is you and your idea of what you're Truth. capable of are because we are limitless beings we are limitless we can move things with our mind we can read other people's minds we can transcend anything that's happening to our bodies we are limitless but because we put all these limits i am a woman i am hispanic i am Labels, yep. 39 years old i am an mba i am and you do you you pull Label all yourself layers on yourself that all of a sudden make you so separate and so individual and so unique compared to everyone else that you forget that even within all of that uniqueness there is the one thing and we are all creative beings born from the same consciousness like that's it that's it all of us that's i love all the we way that you, you, you just gave things that, that somebody could see as like oh those are like well, the thing that drives me nuts is like somebody says like i am just a woman i am just a man i am just this i am just the just kills me but i like the point that you're saying just the label of i am a woman i'm an mba even things that seem like there's strength in it it still creates a limitation because you because you say well this is what i am now what about just i am an infinite being and scrap every label we got to do that. We got to get rid of the labels and the mm -hmm. fact that we we have to create an identity, right? When I think about when I left corporate and, and the stuff I went through for those three months, like de-shedding what I thought I was and who I thought I was, you know, I realized I don't need to create anything about my identity. I just need to be. And I think yeah. that's probably one of the greatest gifts out of the last three years for me is that I'm just being me. I'm just being, I'm just enjoying the moments versus always being in the outcomes and always being in the fear of what everybody else is thinking or saying, like you said, nobody's fucking caring about what I do. And if they're caring about what I do, I hope they're caring about it from a point of learning. And if they're looking at it from a point of speculation and judgment, good luck. Cause I'm going to fucking keep on going. I don't give a shit. And you know, just really resonating with the fact that we're here for a reason. And when we decide that legacy and we become intentional about it and we have that big enough, why the, how does it matter? It will happen. Well, the, the thing is we try to control everything. Yeah. And the thing is the only thing we can control is whether we are or we're not in flow. Whether we're fighting we everything or or how do we get in flow? We get in flow by not resisting everything that happens around us and not fighting everything that happens around Explain us. Explain that more. Talk about that. Cause okay. I want to I love this. I just okay. had a great conversation about this too. No, yeah, this, this is beautiful. awesome. So so mm -hmm. like let's say that you really want something and you say this is it's like you said earlier, Scott, like this is it. And if this happens, this is it. But the fact of the matter is there's a lesson you need to learn here before you can actually really get to where you need to get. Yeah. When you're in flow, when this doesn't work out, instead of being like, oh man, it didn't work out. You're like, man, that didn't work out. But there's something about it because, because the way that it was, it should have worked out. So if it didn't work out, why didn't it work out? Okay, and then if it didn't work out, so then where do I go next? You mm -hmm. see, you start seeing things instead of as failures and things that don't work from, you start kind of looking at, at it from a point of curiosity in which you start wondering like, what's next? What am I missing? What could I have learned from this? What could I get? Because again, the universe, okay, everything has already happened mm -hmm. because there's no way this can happen without this. So present, past, future, it's all an illusion that we are stuck in as humans. But in reality, it's all just blah, all happening at once. So when we manifest, we literally are seeing into the future and, and projecting mm -hmm. into the future what it is that we want the universe. Because if we are the universe and we are consciousness, 
then whatever we see, consciousness sees. So it's one of those things where you just need to know if you're in flow and you're just moving with the universe and even though things are happening, you're not feeling like you're a victim to it. It's just the happening. It didn't work out. It's just the happening next. And then taking opportunities. Hmm, that seems weird. But for some reason, this opportunity came into my life. Let me be a yes to that opportunity and see what happens. Oh, it didn't work out. Okay. Let me be a yes to the next opportunity. And sooner or later, Things really do work out. But if you think that they won't, if there's even an ounce of doubt in your mind, you're automatically mm -hmm. self-sabotaging. Yep. And I see, you're, as sorry, I, say, I see people focus on the resistance and that focus creates the, the, the reality. Like if the resistance is, let's just say that um, I never have enough money. So I keep saying, as soon as I have enough money, as soon as I have enough money, that Someday. focus of not having yep. enough money is focusing on the resistance. And all I have to do is embody millionaire mindset and listen to that piece again, because we talked about it earlier. How do you embody? How do you embody? How do you eliminate the how? How do you trust? Once you get to that understanding of infinite being, embody the I am enough and I'm already abundant, those pieces of resistance, those lessons move along much more quickly I mean, I hope everybody here is listening to that because I'm sure that there's people here or that will listen to this, knowing some of the people in our audience, that I hope they truly process that. I hope they do because for no other reason than I want to hear them come back and go, holy shit, that worked and my life is way better. That's the only reason. That's what we're here for. I mean, that's what it's, that's what that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. And as amazing as it is, I would want to continue the conversation, but it's already been almost an hour. Almost an hour. Oh my God. We should like do a special with Johanna. We always got to go. We should probably go like two hours with Johanna and like make a summit. But Johanna, thank you so much for being here and sharing your brilliance. Where can people connect with you? Um, and uh, where can they connect with you on social media? Uh, they can always call me. Yeah. They lifestyle PR is my social media. You can call me. I, I love chatting. Um, your, phone, your phone number is even in your uh, gizmo, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right there. That's, that's her phone number, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, if I don't answer, just leave me a message. For the for the for the people listening on the podcast, 815-501-5070. I can assure you that's her phone number because I've talked to her on that phone number. Because when I first interviewed you, you're like, call me, and I called you. Yeah, and if I don't answer, just leave me a message. Because if I'm with a client, obviously I won't pick up. But if you leave me a message and you tell me, hey, I listened to you, I really want to chat. I thought this was interesting. Even if you're like, I totally disagreed, would love to tell you what I think about it. I'm down for a little, a little really? shadow work, you know. I'm, I'm open. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm married to a non-dualist. There, I'm a manifester <laughs> married to someone who believes that manifesting is bullshit. So I mean, <laughs> come on. I can, I can tell you about my marriage. But as well. they can both be real. That's the point of what we've been discussing. Yeah. That's the beauty. Yeah. Like the, the world is structured as humans as is today. Let's create a change in that. And why can't that be? I mean, I think it all comes together. My mind, again, this is to that shadow work. The more people say, well, what if, what if I'm like, oh, you actually make a lot of sense. That is possible. <laughs> well, that's the so. cool thing. When you're open to the universe, you realize yeah. that all the possibilities are possibilities. endless and they are still Amen. there. So when people tell me, Amen. you know, like, what if we're like, some like the eye of god like we could be sure. an eye dude the universe looks like an eye like why not we could be the eye like i like it you can't you can't prove me wrong you can't prove me right okay then yes maybe you know i'm not i don't need to believe it but i don't need to make you feel like an idiot for believing it because you, you could go. be right too you know that's the cool thing about this experience you got to remember you are creating your own experience so if you truly believe something in your mind, unfortunately, you're right. Or fortunately, either way. Yeah, you know, you're you're right. Right. Henry Ford, Henry Ford yeah. said it. If you think you can, you think you can't, you're, you're right. right. And actually, right. my mentor, my mentor told me, Christopher, you're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. And that's literally what we've been saying all throughout this broadcast yeah. is you're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. Go so away. ladies and okay. gentlemen, boys and girls, you got to focus I, on that. And I'm going to leave you with one more nugget. Like, leave with a nugget. Sit and notice because usually the negative patterns in our minds come up because of the same situations over and over. And it's usually yeah. the same issues and the same conversations and the same things that you're resisting. Mm -hmm. Take the time to like write these things down. Just be like, okay, so what are these conversations I always have? Okay, 
my my parents uh, i'm annoyed that i have to take care of them all the time i whatever you know because whatever the case may be right uh i don't have enough time for my child this that whatever is just there 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 then come back and be like okay what is one thing i can do today to change that two what is one thing i can tell myself that's different that the second that St that train of, of thought starts going that I can be like, boom, I'm going to put this different thought in there and I'm going to go back. And then Mel Robbins, I love her. She has a really good system. Five, four, three, two, one. You notice that thought and then five, four, three, two, one, put the other thought in. Um, and and it those, work. are, it works. those are easy ones, you know, because the it starts with awareness. It really starts oh, with understanding why, why am I feeling shitty in my mind why am i suffering because if you're suffering it's here nothing makes you suffer ex except what you're thinking about things the yes. things themselves can't do that they don't have that power you give them that power johanna the golden Golanus? nugget right there oh you are awesome you are fire girl thank well, you, I you being here with us i, I we, love that we all think this way and and have you know like this is uh i wish everyone could scott i i wish we I could know. get everyone to understand it you know i wish everyone I really was and, and, and that's you know my biggest struggle to be honest with you is is that accepting that like i i get excited to be in service and and i've i've got to let go let go of that everyone's not going to be in that same space and sometimes I'm sad because I have people I'm like, you're so close. And I realize all I can do is stand here and be the light and be the player in the game. Yep. And you see it and want to come or not. And there's Fair nothing journey. I can do. You gotta and just go remember, you could just yeah. be one more step and they may need a couple more. So yeah. you, you can't I'm constantly be, giving. I'm constantly yeah. playing. Yeah, you I'm can't not, I'm be not, attached yeah. to the result because no. what you're giving will be beneficial, whether they get it or not, whether now or later. Who knows if in 20 years they're like, oh, my God, yeah. and Scott said that 20 yeah. years ago, and now it makes sense. You know, Or if it that doesn't – or or their, their boss said it and you planted a seed 20 years ago. They don't even remember you said it. Who gives a shit? If you are part of that process of their growth, I could care less if there's any accolades or remembrance. I just want to be there in service to help you grow. Period. Yay! Amen. Amen. The unfiltered experience, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Johanna, I'm going to place you backstage. Any final thoughts for the viewers and the listeners tonight? No, you know what? Just, um, just notice. Just take a few minutes every day just to notice what's going on in your energy. How do you feel? And, and then don't sit in the negative part of it. Once you notice and you figure it out, then, okay, so how can I move forward? And always leave with how can I move forward, even if that's a little step. Every little bit. Every little bit. I was just doing a Facebook Live on that, and I said every little bit. Every Can you just do this? Can you just do this? Can you just do this? Johanna, thank you so much for being here. You are special. You're a part of the family. So thank don't go you. anywhere. We're gonna we're gonna finish the show. Don't go anywhere. Have a drink in the green room. We'll be right with you. <laughs> so there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. 58 minutes of pure fucking brilliance in a conversation that was designed to help you move your attitude, your perspectives, your opportunities forward. I believe we delivered on that. What do you think, Scott? Did we deliver? I think we did. And I'm gonna throw one more little thing out there, Chris, because I it. think it's a it's an example of everything we just talked about. So this past week has been utterly insane for me. And, you know, I've got uh, my mom in the hospital. One of my students, her son got shot in the face and she's dealing with that. And I'm putting together a GoFundMe for her. another student's mom passed. Another student's grandmother passed away who's a guardian. It's just been hell on wheels. And so I was sitting there and utilizing everything that we've just spoken about. I said to myself, I said, I need to process this. I need to be emotive. I need to feel this. And then I asked myself, if we're all one being and we're all from one consciousness, where am I of best service at this time? And is my cup full and I'm able to be in service? And my thought was, go out and connect, get some rest, do the things that are self-nurture and self-love. And so everything that she just spoke of and I spoke of, I'm doing it live in real life. And it's, it's not easy, which we said that it feels difficult. But I will say this. I feel that source. I feel that, you know, connection to, you know, timeless self. And I know that I'm doing the right thing so that I can be the light for others. So even in time of difficulty, we can still be there. And so I recommend mm. that we all lean into ourselves. You know, her point of self-awareness, right on point. Start with awareness, you know, 
process, go in, look, you know, her point of putting the rock on the head with the, you know, we can go all day on it, but listen to this one again, go deep, start working on yourself, understand we're connected and just keep kicking ass. I mean, you guys got this. We're here for each other. Kicking ass. Kicking that was, ass. That was for you, Chris. Ass. That was for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. No excuses. No excuses. No excuses. You guys in the comment field have been amazing tonight. We're going to go back and we're going to comment on your comments. So thank you. We got Andrea in the house. She says, what we focus on expands. That is so, so true. Thank you for being here, Andrea. She says, uh, every little bit of negative thoughts we are creating, self-sabotaging ourselves. So, so true. Um, Andrew's in the house says, hello, heroes. Thank you, Andrew, for being here. Definitely go back and watch this show, brother. You're going to definitely appreciate it. Marlene says, you can also put the self-sabotage in quarantine. Just observe it, but don't place too much focus on it. Don't argue with God yourself. It's so true. Um, Andrea says here, uh, this has been so good. Th Joanna, thank you. We got Joe in the house. says, I know I can. I know I can. Uh, Joe also says, someone in this room told me when you first wake up, tell yourself what to be grateful for, set your mindset for the rest of the day. Amen. I think I know you're talking about Joe and you're welcome. Yes, it's so true. We could start our day uh, in a state of pity or we could stay, uh, start our day in a, in a state of uh, acceptance and responsibility. So thank you. Uh, he says, all we need, all support. We all need support at some time or another. It's so I true. I needed support this week. So it's so true. And I'm not afraid to say it. I had friends. Um, so we got that. And uh, Andrew says, thanks a lot with uh thanks a lot and live life so true robert says uh thank you all grateful you are fully present here tonight robert thank you so much for your comments i'm gonna go back and always and uh and address those thank you thank you marlene says how can i move forward we talk about questions on this show so many times ladies and gentlemen that is so true the questions that you ask yourself and when you're honest with those answers can take you and move you forward so how can you move forward and, and, and here's Andrea saying exactly baby steps forward. It's like, what can ahead. I do to take responsibility today? What is something just a little bit that I can do differently to progressively get myself because the time's going to go by anyway. And if you're doing something progressively, we talk about the compound interest principle, which is a great book, the compound principle by uh, Darren Hardy. That was a great book. The fact that we just do a little bit better, we feel a little bit better. We do a little bit more. We do a little bit more. We do a little bit more. You start building on that. You start getting this momentum and you, then you're unstoppable. And that's so true. Ron says here, powerful energy between the three of you. That's why Johanna rocks. Um, Joe says these segments are too damn short. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, on, on Andrew says praying for you, buddy. Also you. the dynamics of positive energy will care. Loving results. So true. Andrea says, wow, such powerful energy tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you guys, I know you did got value out of this. Do us a solid, do us a solid, share this out. Share it out, but only share it out. Share it out with some comments. Like say, wow, Johanna said this and it really caused me to think this or Scott said this or Chris said that. Put some thought into what it is that you got out of this and please share this because our intention every single fucking week, we don't get paid for this. We're not doing sponsors. You don't see us doing ads. We do this because we want to make the world a better fucking place. And yeah. together we can all do that. You share it out. Another person sees it. Somebody may be fucking thinking about killing themselves. You show them this, they hear something like, oh yes, I can do it. And it might save a life. And that's no bullshit because I've heard that yeah. recently. Somebody just shared out one of the clubhouse rooms that we did. And somebody reached out to me and said, wow, dude, the fact that you were honest about what you were going through. I've never heard a guy be so honest. I, I don't know if I saved his life, but he was pretty fucking thankful. So Chris, um, we, we've had so many people come back after Go Love Now presentations and say I was going to kill myself and I didn't because of what you said. So yeah. I can guarantee that I'm seeing that in a you know scholastic environment. It's happening every day. And just because you might say you don't have a podcast or whatever, the last thing somebody always says before they chose not to kill themselves was one person said one thing. It's always yeah. the same story. So please share this support these messages if they make sense to you chris is right on point be the how for us to keep sharing these messages because we put time and effort into making sure we're putting this stuff out there to help people and you know like we said it's it's not to make a million dollars it's to make change in the world so help us change the world by starting with us yes 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 ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and as always like it says on the screen the unfilteredexperience.com we're looking to find out who you want to have on the show what subjects what topics what things are important to you to have on the show so go to the www.theunfilteredexperience join the facebook community private message either me or scott and let us know what it is that you 
want to have us talk about on the show. If you have people, experts in your life who are amazing people, have them be on the show. We would love to interview them and share their brilliance as well. So we appreciate you guys for being here always. You guys are unfiltered family. We love each and every one of you. Go out there, be brilliant. Go out there and have an awesome rest of your weekend. Enjoy those moments and decide for yourself what your best is, how you can become better, and how every single day you can let go of the how and you can be focused on the why and be in those moments. We love you guys. We'll see you here next time. Can we tell them next week? We've got a uh, Johnny Depp and um, right. We're going to be talking about his toxic femi uh, feminine feminism and actual thing. <laughs> Dude, kidding. Don't even kidding. Get we'll get that. that. Will Smith Woo! and John, Johnny Depp are going to be on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we're going to talk about Mike Tyson beating the fuck out of that guy uh, who was being a noisy fucker in the airplane. I love that. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll get them all on here. Love you guys. <laughs> we love you guys. Go out there. Be brilliant. We'll see you next time on the unfiltered experience. You guys are